This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Molly. And I'm Matthew. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. And today we're talking about Chex Mix. That's right. I think I suggested this topic, and at the time I did, I didn't even know until wife of the show, Lori, mentioned it, that the thing about which is your favorite Chex Mix item has been going around again. This is this what is like thing? a... Cl- Wait, what a, oh, It's just like a classic, you know, internet quiz, like, you know, either oh. either what's your favorite or like which Chex Mix item are you if it's like a BuzzFeed style quiz? Wait, let's let's answer this by the end of the show. By the end of the show, not right away. Like, we're no. going to make people wait. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, Matthew, I'm so glad you suggested this because I ran out to QFC this morning and uh, I oh I got to wear a new a new uh, face mask. Oh, I, okay. I, yeah. Yeah. What style? So Ash made me uh, the second one that they've made me. This is the kind that sits a little bit farther out from your face, has a seam mm-hmm. straight from your nose down to your chin. Yeah. My previous one was sort of more like an accordion fold and like it kind of like sat against your lips and it made me feel very claustrophobic all the time. Sure. Anyway, I, this one felt roomy, but also very secure. Anyway, I went out to QFC and I realized it was my first time ever buying Chex Mix. Yeah. I was on the chips aisle, and somehow I thought the bags would be bigger. Like no, I was looking... they're small bags for some reason. It's because it's dense, I it think. It is, yeah. So anyway, Compared it took to me a, a potato while. chip. It took me a while on the, the aisle to find it. Um, because <laughs> it took the me bags... a while on the aisle. On the aisle. I could keep going all day <laughs> snowing. Yeah, it's oh. all day it's been snowing, and I just keep going. I I'm, I'm, uh, took a while in the aisle getting my mix fix. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Anyway, it, I mean, it makes sense that it would be in a smaller bag, too, because it probably doesn't break as easily as chips, right? So they don't need all that I think air that seems padding. right. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, I'm really glad you suggested this topic because I've already I hate when you done open a, a bag lot of chips of... and it's full of those inflatable plastic, uh, you know, filler things. And like there's like three chips in there and just a whole bunch of plastic things that you have to pop and scare your cat and then just put in the recycling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm really glad you interrupted me to tell that joke. Me too. <laughs> anyway, 
Um, so, yeah. Okay. So anyway, I had never bought Chex Mix before. I think it's one of those things where, like, whenever I see it in a bowl, <laughs> like, <laughs> anywhere, like, on a stoop, uh, while I'm out for a walk, uh, maybe I'm at a party, I always want to eat some, but I don't think oh, I yeah. ever bought it before. So I'm excited. Uh, like, on Halloween, maybe someone's put out a bowl of it, like... <laughs> Yeah, just for filled drink. with razor blades. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. that, that's my number one favorite item. We Sorry, spoiler alert. We got there way before the end of the episode. Number one, razor blades. Number two, poison. Okay, great. That's what they mean by Worcestershire sauce, right? Poison? Poison. Well, it's, yes. It's, well, it's kind of mysterious. It just comes in this dark brown little bottle, and nobody knows what it is. You're right. And... The Worcestershire sauce bottle does look a lot like a poison bottle from a cartoon that yeah. would say, like, XXX on it. I guess yes. that's maybe a liquor bottle. I don't know. Anyway, okay, hold on. So let's talk about Memory Lane, I guess. Okay. I don't really remember the first time I encountered Chex Mix. I mean, I guess probably, like, at a party when I was a kid, but it kind of didn't register. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't like a favorite snack food when I was a kid. I think I did know it existed. Yeah, I knew that it existed. It it showed up at parties at other people's houses. This was not something that my mom ever made or bought, but I always loved it. But you know what? I, it now occurs to me, you know the brand Gardettos, which is sort oh, of yeah, like yeah. A, a competing Absolutely. snack mix blend. That was super popular in my middle school because that they had was super it, popular in my middle school and high school. Yeah, because they had it in the vending machine. I think they probably had it at the vending machine at my high school also. Yeah. Do high schools still have vending machines? You know, I think they do, and I think like there's been there's been like. I'm making this up, but I, my, my impression is that like there's been like an ongoing cycle of, you know, should we have vending machines at all? If we're going to have vending machines, let's put only like healthy things with, with like minimal grams of fat in the vending machine. And then the kids get mad because that stuff doesn't taste good. And then they bring back the regular stuff. But then there's another like round of nutritionism. And, you know, also my high school did not have a vending machine, but my middle school did. And I just I have such fond memories of middle school snacks like all of us waiting to get our thing out of the vending machine and like whatever was popular at a certain time it was like so emblematic of middle school like funyuns yes. and a coke you know oh absolutely funyuns and a coke yes in my my favorite items in the middle school we didn't have a vending machine but we had a student store that mm. was open like every day we had that in high school yeah and uh, so my favorite things were funyuns and whatchamacallits. Oh, is that the one with like a wafer cookie type thing? I don't think it's I don't think it's a wafer cookie, but it's got it's got like nuts and caramel. It's very dense and I feel like I should know exactly what goes into a whatchamacallit because I've eaten approximately <laughs> seventeen hundred of them. But no, it's just kind of like a bunch of stuff smooshed together in a bar form. That's fine. That's what most candy bars are. I mean, that's fair. I think that that basically I am I, I have just launched the new advertising campaign for all candy bars, for all candy they're, bars. They're all the same. They just have stuff smooshed together. Yeah, there aren't there there aren't enough commercials like, you know, like uh, like got milk. But for candy bars, like the candy bar council needs to get together and have like a PSA campaign with like celebrities with with candy cr bar crumbs on their faces, I guess. Yes. Got stuff smushed together? That's the new <laughs> <Yeah>. slogan. <laughs> That's my slogan. Yeah. Um, you know what I had yesterday was a Snickers ice cream bar. Those things are the greatest. I think that is another perfectly engineered it's food absolutely, product. Absolutely. Like, could not be better. Um, you know, I was recently writing a thank you postcard to one of our subscribers. That's right. Mm -hmm. 
listeners, if you become a subscriber to the show, you know, making monthly donations, you get a thank you postcard handwritten from us. Anyway, I was writing one the other day and I I wished them a lockdown filled with perfectly engineered food products. Oh, that's great. And I felt like, is there any kinder greeting to give to a human being at this point in time? No, I think I think that's exactly right. Okay. Great. And I'm, I'm, that's what I've been trying to do have for myself. A, have a lockdown filled with perfectly engineered food products? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, right, I've got, like, sour cream and onion chips. I've got Snickers ice cream bars, um, probably a lot of other good stuff. Uh, what um, I don't have, however, is Chex Mix, but I'm going to talk <laughs> about it anyway. Great. Okay. Well, hold on. I think we covered memory lane. I don't really have much of a memory lane other than Gardettos, which are not Chex Mix. But, but they're close. Yeah. Anyway, I think but- I think I thought of Chex Mix as a kid as one of these things that like because I was a kind of a picky eater, like it had a lot of different things in it, including like some sort of sauce that I wasn't so sure about. And so mm-hmm. like I don't think I disliked it, but I think I was like nervous about it. Yeah. Okay. I was suspicious. Okay. I can just imagine you, like little Matthew, kind of <laughs> sitting there silently staring at a bowl of Chex Mix, like mm-hmm. like all the other kids are digging in and you're looking a little mm-hmm. Little bit scared. I've like I've got a pair of tweezers and like so like a bag, like an evidence bag, and I've like mm-hmm. laid out all of the individual components of the checks mix. Because you were trying <laughs> like, to I've decide notes. which one you were. Right. But also I've like written notes about each one and like, is this the culprit? Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, okay, what is this stuff? Let's get to the bottom of it, Matthew. You did the research. You tell me. All right. So though the contents vary, the mixes generally include, obviously, an assortment of Chex cereals. There's uh, what, like wheat Chex, corn Chex, and rice Chex? Yeah. I think I think typically, like when I've seen it made at home, like... It, it people don't always go like three whole chexes. Um, yeah. Or, or in Latin we say chessies. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I think usually like two two chexes. <laughs> that was that not was a, that, was, that a, was not worth that reaction. That was as no, much of an overreaction as no, as that, that customer was, who gave me the fake review. <laughs> no, that was so good. I love that. I love it when Thank you make you. fake Latin jokes. <laughs> I think. I mean, I think that's that's correct. <laughs> I never took Latin, so I don't know. I mean, that's probably that's probably why I find this so amusing. Okay. Uh, anyway, all right. So usually there's some kind of Czech cereal. Sometimes more than one. Sometimes only one. Wait, wait a minute. Usually there's some kind of. It, <laughs> are you alleging that if you left out the Czechs altogether, you could still call it Czech mix? That's an no. interesting question. Uh, no, no. I'm can't. not necessarily disagreeing with that. No, I'm disagreeing with that. You can't. Okay. So here are other things that that always appear. Some sort of chip, and we're not talking like potato chip here it's sometimes these things that almost look like little like melba toast you know yeah, these I, little like rye chips yeah rye oh you crisps. know what you know what else was big at one point when i was in school was rye crisp really? remember rye crisp oh, crackers like wasa crackers or rye yeah. vita or yeah rye, totally yes why um, was that popular i mean it's not bad but like i think it was popular because girls had just started learning about counting calories Oh, God, that's not a good reason. Tragically, Matthew, I think that is the reason. Yeah, Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, anyway, uh, also, there are usually those little, like, hard bread sticks. Yes. Uh, Also, some kind of, some shape of pretzel. We'll get to that in a second. Sometimes multiple pretzels. uh, And then sometimes nuts, or sometimes kind of like a a cracker of some sort. 
Mm -hmm. And then Wikipedia says all this is topped off with traditional chicken oil (laughs) to bring out the flavor of sweet and salty. What? I I saw that you wrote this and this is someone having fun on Wikipedia. Are you serious? Yes. There's no no chicken oil in (laughs) Chex Mix. There isn't even such a thing as chicken oil. There's, there's, I mean, I can see like putting like, like a bouillon powder in Chex Mix. I think that would probably be very tasty. No, what is the difference between somebody fooling around on Wikipedia and somebody who is just an idiot contributing to Wikipedia entries? Like, I think there are some people out there who don't know the difference between oil and like an animal fat. But I don't think either of those things has ever, like, commonly gone into Chex Mix. I'm sure someone has done it, but... Because it's usually butter, Right? Yeah. Like Chex Mix is, has, <laughs> as far as I know, never had like a traditional poured chicken on it. <laughs> I mean, would it be bad? Be so Probably good? not. Yeah, of course. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> but anyway. you're right. The phrase traditional chicken oil is very funny. You're right. <laughs> Okay. So, I mean, good work. Whoever, whoever like fucked up Wikipedia to bring us this, this joke or misstep. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Anyway, so um, then there's generally seasoning added to it. So uh, Worcestershire sauce is a very common ingredient. Seasoned salt. What the heck is seasoned salt? Seasoned salt is salt with other like ground herbs and spices in it. Usually I'm going to say like a paprika and a garlic powder are like key ingredients in seasoned salt and probably MSG. I remember my parents keeping around like a a shaker container of Lowry's, 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 Lowry's. Yeah, why for the show Lowry's seasoning salt? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we anyway, can look up the ingredients in Lowry's seasoning salt I don't think or seasoned I care. salt. I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's you know, it's it's like herbs and spices. All right. And then garlic powder and onion powder are also mm-hmm. typical. Yeah. Um, anyway. And so in the beginning, this stuff was was designed to be made at home. Uh, but now it's pretty much like sold commercially prepackaged. And there you go. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure people do still make it at home, but it's one of these products. The other one that comes to mind is Rice Krispie Treats, where it, when we were kids, it was something that was only made at home and you couldn't buy it commercially. And then it like made the leap to mostly bought commercially and sometimes made at home. Yeah. I, can't, um, I couldn't think of anything else. Like, I know there must be a bunch of other things. Mm, like, if you go back far enough, like jerky, like people would, you know, out on the plains would like dry their jerky in the oh, sun. You're going back pretty and, far there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, cheese, I suppose. Yeah, cheese, back in the day, yeah. people used mm-hmm. to make their own cheeses back in the, the pastoralist era. Back in our pastoralist past. Yes, you're yes. right. Um, anyway, okay, but outside the U.S., this stuff is sort of generically known as nuts and bolts. Isn't it kind of known that way in the U.S. too? Or I've does heard that. Yeah, I like that. that. I like the name. It's it's uh, evocative. Uh, anyway, so so can we do a little bit of history? Yeah, I would love to. I don't so, know anything about the history of Chex Mix, and that makes me feel very uncultured. Oh, well, get ready. So, you know, obviously this stuff was created as a way of, of marketing a cereal, Chex, Chex cereal. Sure. Maybe you've heard of it. Um, wheat Chex I would have been out. pretty surprised if you had mentioned a completely different cereal. This is the Chex Mix was invented as a way of marketing Frosted Crispix. Flakes. Crispix. Do you remember Crispix? Crispix is kind of a Chex knockoff, right? It is. It's like two Chex's chassis fused together. Yes, but I always preferred it. Oh, Crispix is very tasty. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, so wheat checks came out in 1937, and then rice checks came out in 1950. And in 1952, in Life magazine, uh, there was an ad for Czech's party mix with a recipe that included both cereals. Okay. So yeah, so 1952 seems to be the first, at least according to Wikipedia, the first time that a recipe for Chex Mix was printed. Okay. It seems like like the late 19th century, like the early to mid 20th century was a time of rapid innovation in like doing shit with grains. Right. Like that, that people discovered, hey, wait a minute, like we don't have to just like make mush out of these grains. We can like process them into like threads and, and weaves and puffs and all kinds of shit that are tasty. What a time to have been alive. I know. It seems like that was like the main commercial activity in yes. the Western world and, and maybe yeah. the, the, the world as a whole. Yeah. Was like, take let's take some grains. Let's process them to within an inch of their lives. And probably it's going to be great. I think I think that was a wise decision and I'm really grateful for it. Well, because I mean, like if you think about like how how far you have to go from like wheat growing in the fields in, in your pastoral youth mm-hmm. to an individual wheat check. Like this, this I, I woven even... thing. Like you got to figure. Like the per- first person who made a wheat check was like, or like whoa, or like a like, triscuit. I mean, that shit yeah. is truly woven. To be fair, a triscuit is just a really large wheat check. That's true. Uh, anyway, so in 1958, corn checks came out, and then that was added to the recipe. Um, okay. And it became popular. So this this part is like sort of, I don't know, this is like the kind of dumb speculation that Wikipedia is so good for. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so apparently in 1958, the wife of uh, an executive at Ralston Purina, which was the company that then, you know, that first brought Chex Mix. I know it's known as like a dog food company. Um, sure. But anyway, uh, Ralston Purina was the company that first launched Chex. Now General Mills owns it. But anyway, uh, a, Rost- a Ralston Purina executive's wife uh, apparently served Chex Mix at a holiday function in 1955, and it was off and running. Okay, that no, was a big, I mean, I, big I can deal. hear your skepticism, but like, I've read about this party, and like, <laughs> this was probably the biggest event of any it, kind that it, happened in the 1950s. Like, oh, yeah. It was, first of all, obviously, it was a key party. Yes. Um, and yes. like, but people were so into this new snack mix, they forgot to fuck. Oh my like, god! They just what like a they party. all went, like they just went back to their house. Like, can you believe like this this combination of flavors? Like with with a with <laughs> finished off with with a, a hint of traditional chicken oil. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that was so satisfying. I don't yes. need anything else now. I'm just ready to drop off to sleep. Mm-hmm. Have sweet dreams of traditional chicken oil. <laughs> Um, anyway, all right. So in 1985, prepackaged Chex Mix came on the market. But anyway, wait, hold on. Back to the 50s. Wait, really Back quick. to the 50s. Sorry, yes, sorry. of course. <laughs> Back to the 50s. Yeah, that's your that's your slogan. That's a really problematic slogan, Molly. We need to talk about this. <laughs> oh, I think that our, uh, you know, speaking of, of executives, I think that the top executive in the U.S. is, is uh, he was elected using a slogan of, of back to the 50s. Yeah, uh-huh, pretty much. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, sorry. So apparently, you know, when I guess TVs started showing up in like mainstream American households or like it, it was something that average people could buy, mm-hmm. uh, there came along with TVs a whole uh, sort of category of snack food. They were 
TV mixes is what they oh, referred to. Oh, okay. And these like were stuff snacks. to eat in front of the TV? Yeah, because obviously you couldn't eat things that were already out there, like apples nope. or sandwiches. You definitely needed a, a crunchy mix that you could eat without interrupting your TV watching. Well, I mean, the crunch would, would bother other people who are watching TV with you. But other than that, I agree. Yeah. Anyway, so then in 1985... They came out prepackaged, so huh. uh, yeah. I would have guessed later than that. Really? I don't. I don't know what makes me say that, but I, I think I. I think of. I think of prepackaged Rice Krispie treats and Chex Mix as being like a '90s thing. Mm, but I, that, that makes sense, uh, Matthew. I've got two bags sitting here, and I just I need to open. Go one. for it. Yeah. Can you talk for a minute about about maybe some of the different varieties of Chex mixes, and then I'm going to give you a quiz. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, first I wanted to ask, and you can feel free to to answer this while chewing. Uh, what is your favorite variety of Chex itself? Like, if you were just going to eat a bowl of Chex. I I don't even know the last time I was ever confronted with that possibility. Okay, well, I have been thusly confronted, like, within recent times. And, yeah, I like Chex. Um, I think wheat Chex is probably my favorite, but corn mm. is close behind. Mm. It's it, Wheat Chex is very different from the other Chexes because, like, it's much smaller and denser. And so it's 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 in the oh, same yeah. family, but it's a total different, totally different kind of cereal. Yeah, you know, because you've got two different so checks right, in front of you right in now, the back, right? Right now, I'm eating traditional checks mix, which apparently oh. has corn checks and wheat checks. So called because of the traditional chicken oil. Yes, it also has round pretzel, squiggle breadstick, ride chip, and square pretzel. Oh, Here's are these are these all these uh, varieties like called out like individually on the? Oh, that's great. Isn't that Molly's great? holding up the bag which has like a legend on the back it's kind of like when um when somebody gives you like a box of chocolates and it's got a legend yeah it, it, it's just like that or oh, like a or really like a bag good. of jelly beans this is great yeah no it is good like okay i was i was supposed you you gave me an assignment and i'm shirking the assignment i need to i need to stop shirking and talk about varieties there are 13 varieties of checks mix commercially available uh not including limited editions and they can be divided roughly into three categories uh salty chocolate which are usually marketed as muddy buddies and sweet and salty i don't think i've ever had one of the sweet and salty ones but it sounds good man this is great yeah it's good right wow it's really good i'm you know i'm also really glad this one doesn't have nuts i don't want nuts in here yeah i i assume they are marketed i, I think all the commercial ones i've seen are marketed without nuts but you're about mm -hmm. to quiz me and possibly school me on that mm -hmm. um, but i assume it's because so so as not to have to like label them for nut aller allergies which is yeah. fine because i agree like it they not a thing that needs nuts as a professional welder shana ford uses forge fx to practice over and over which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. I made a Chex Mix flavor quiz. I'm very, very excited. All right. So, Matthew, get ready. <clears throat> winter, I was born ready for this. Winter Chex Mix Cocoa. Yes, real. Yep, it's real. Summer Chex Mix Ranch. 
Okay, that's interesting because uh, I was I was talking with wife of the show Lori this morning. We we went on a, a walk around the neighborhood and uh, and talked a lot about Chex Mix as we do. And she asked, like, is there are there recipes for Chex Mix where you put ranch powder in because that sounds good? And the answer is yes. So I'm going to say yes. Summer ranch is real. Summer Chex Mix Ranch. Yes. I, I find the order of words in these these flavor descriptions fascinating. Summer Chex Mix Ranch. You're right. That sounds like they put the words into a bag and shook them up right? with a little chicken oil and, and that's what fell out. Uh-huh. Cozy Christmas Chex Mix. <sighs> oh, it sounds, it sounds a little too good to be true, but I, I assume it would be sold in a tin. <laughs> I think you made it up. I made it up. Yes. Peanut peanut lovers. I just a minute ago said I didn't think they put nuts in them, but that sounds so good. Like I just said last week that if you put, if you put peanut butter on any package, I will buy it. And I know you said peanut, not peanut butter. Yes, real. It's real. Yes. Cinco de Chex Mix. Fake. <laughs> That's correct. Although Cinco de Chex Mix, like if it was flavored with like chili powder and cumin, that would that sounds very tasty. Cherry and crunchy nuts. I think real because it sounds kind of too boring for you to have made it up. Strawberry and cranberry walnut. Oh, that sounds good. Are these are the, all the ones in the quiz limited edition flavors? Nope. Okay. Strawberry, cranberry, walnut. I think fake. It's true. Real? Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I think that sounds good. I don't know about the strawberry. Like a dried cranberry is good. A dried strawberry is kind of a different thing. Stilton and Port. Oh, God. Like, I think you made that up, but I want it so badly to be real, so I'm going to say real. I made it up. It's, doesn't that sound great, though? Mm-hmm. Turtle shell. I don't know what that means, and I don't think you did either before looking it up, so I'm going to say real. It's real. What is Is it like caramel? Well, so- Crispy I caramel? Think, I think they don't call it turtle shell anymore. I think now they just call it turtle Okay, so it's Which, like a... I think it is um, caramel chocolate and maybe a nut. You're looking at a bag uh, that is not that flavor and... But it's got a bunch of different bags oh, okay. on it. Oh, okay, I see. Nice. I'm eating some bold Chex Mix right now, which isn't that bold. It's fine, but... How is it? Is it noticeably bolder than traditional? Maybe. It's I can't more, believe it's I thought oniony. it was going to be okay for you to eat the Chex Mix and me not to have any. Like, what was I thinking? I don't know. Anyway, this is very oniony. Okay. Okay, but hold on. I'm not done. Oatmeal raisin. Fake. It's fake. Okay. Animal cracker. Oh, that's interesting. So like kind of a cross or like a like a mashup or a mix up. Like I, I think of this. Okay, I'm going to need to talk this one through a little bit like uh, like in the movie quiz show. So or like in a spelling bee. So I think. Wait, I already, <laughs> I already forgot what the flavor was. Animal cracker. Um. I imagine this being in like a series like uh, like the Captain Crunch Oops series. Like first they had Oops All Berries, then they had Oops Chocolate Donuts. And and I know like this this was a thing that I and I think other people like had a whole bit about about like it, like it makes sense that you could have a, a All Berries Oops at the factory, but there is no plausible mechanism by which you could end up with ch- mini miniature fruit dried chocolate donuts in a Captain Crunch factory accident. So I am thinking like they've got like the production line of animal crackers and the production line of Chex Mix and like some hoses got hooked up wrong. And that's kind of the conceit. And it's going to say like, oops, there was a problem with the animal cracker hose. Uh, And it would say that on the package, animal cracker hose. Uh, So I'm going to say this is real. Fake. 
Damn it. How long were you going to let me go there? I was busy eating. You were busy eating Chex Mix, so forever. Oyster cracker. Oh. I don't think that would be called out as like a a key ingredient, so I'm going to say fake. That's right. It's fake. Okay. Castle Adventure Pizza. (laughs) (laughs) I, I don't even begin to know what that means. Is it like a medieval times reference? I think it's real. It's real. It's what a, is, can you explain it's a, it? It's a Chex Mix for Kids flavor. It was a limited edition. It's called Chex for Kids Castle Adventure Pizza. Is there like a castle-shaped pretzel in it or something? What's the adventure? I have no idea. Okay. Funny Faces Triple Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> real. Definitely it's, real. It's real. Yeah. It's also for kids. Okay. Um, wait, wait, does that mean we can't have any? Because I, I want to like, eat both of those. Anyway, wait, hold on, Matthew. While you were trying to speculate about animal <laughs> crackers and I was not During listening to you. During that 40 minutes. Um, I, I read <laughs> some of the, the ingredients of the two bags of Chex Mix that I was eating. And I see if that- If you're about to tell me that one of them has a, the ingredient traditional chicken oil, I'm no. not going to know what to believe. They both have vegetable oil, though, mm-hmm. which shouldn't... I mean, you said that Chex Mix never has oil. No, no, no. I said it never has chicken oil. Fine, because chicken oil doesn't exist. <laughs> okay, I'm seeing... So I have the Bold Party Blend and Traditional. The Bold Party Blend is just very oniony, but it also has MSG. Okay. And I am looking at the traditional. Does the um, traditional have like yeast extract or hydrolyzed yeast? It has autolyzed yeast. That's MSG. Okay. Anyway, I think I I think I really like the traditional. Mm -hmm. It's good. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I wish that that my QFC had had the jalapeno one because I think I would like to try. Yes. So I think my favorites when I buy it. So so Chex Mix is something that I rarely buy except when I'm getting on a plane, and I think it's a great plane snack, although maybe kind of loud. Um, and my favorite flavors are the cheddar and the whatever the spicy one is, maybe jalapeno. Okay. I saw cheddar today in the grocery store and I didn't it's buy good. it because it seemed kind of boring. I thought that I should try the bold party mix. I know. I know you've fine. you've always thought of yourself as like someone like you've been you've been wanting to like make yourself over in like a bold, brash new way and you uh, thought yeah, that this that this party gonna mix fit. was gonna be step one. Yeah, it's and it's, it's, it's not it's not gonna work. Okay. No. Okay. So hold on. So you said you like cheddar or jalapeno. Yeah, those those are my favorites, I think. But the but the traditional is great. Do you ever on an airplane I mean I, I think of you on an airplane as being like a water kind of guy. Yeah, you've, we've flown together a bunch of times. Like, what are my bad airplane habits? Well, no, but I was going to say, I think that if you're going to have Chex Mix, you definitely need to order a beer. I don't like drinking on a plane. I know that makes me the most boring person in the sky. I didn't um, used to like to, and and now I just enjoy the flavor. Yeah, I think I always get ginger ale on the plane. Um, that's my that's my party mix. And ginger ale and Chex Mix go great together. Fair enough. Sweet and salty. Yeah. So wait, um, do you do you know offhand what any of the sweet and salty flavors are? No. Okay. Too bad. There's um, no way to find out. Yeah, the internet. Uh, I mean, it does not exist. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and start googling this, and I say start because my laptop doesn't like it when I when I do things while video conferencing. Uh, honey nut sweet and salty Chex mix popped 
trail mix? Chex mix? What like is the that? Idea of these. I'm getting Trail a honey mix. roasted peanut vibe, and I just don't know if I want it. I think it sounds pretty good. Like, I don't think it would feed the same hunger for me as mm-hmm. as like a traditional. But I think it like sometimes that sounds like pretty good snacking. Oh, the the Trail Mix one is like Chex Mix, sweet and salty with M and M's and peanuts. Uh. So it's kind of like Gorp, good old raisins and peanuts. Does it have raisins? It's, yeah, oh uh, it God. does not have raisins. Oh, um, so I'm on the Amazon page for that, and you'll be you'll be probably not surprised to hear that the um, Bold Party Blend does not have very good reviews. Yeah, like it's... most most Chex mixes have very positive reviews. Not the Bold Party Blend. Oh shit! Why didn't I get um, the cheddar? No, no, it's fine. Oh, I feel bummed because, like, I went out to the grocery store. It's a big deal to go to the grocery store these days, Matthew. Okay, so uh, <sighs> I, I may need to issue a retraction on the on the reviews of the of the bold mix because all of the negative reviews are the they sent me a small bag when I thought it was going to be a big bag. <laughs> Oh, so people just want more. <laughs> people just want more. I expected a family-sized bag for $10. That's fair. But one person said, uh, three stars, tasty, good product, served to guests with drinks. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. I need to read one more review. Four okay. stars. I like these treats very much. However, these were for someone else. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know uh, only, what that means. Only, only four stars? Only four stars because they, they were for someone else. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, a okay, couple a couple other questions. So, have you had the Muddy Buddies? No, they're delicious. I think I think in that case, like the homemade is significantly better than is, what you're going to get in a bag. Wait, is this the thing where it's like um, uh, coated in peanut butter and then powdered sugar? Yeah, peanut butter and and melted chocolate, and then you shake it with like cocoa. No, you shake it with powdered sugar. Yeah. Okay, I think I had this as a kid. This sounds great. It's very tasty. Why didn't you I make any of that? I think I'm going to be making some sometime soon. Okay, great. And then uh, how about you bring me some? Uh, okay. You can walk to my house. I can walk to your house. It will take about two and a half hours. I don't Probably think, more. I think it would take more. Um, I don't think that taking the bus to bring me some Muddy Buddies counts as an essential trip. I don't think it does. Oh, well. Maybe you can... Oh, Matthew, when I come to pick up my paycheck, oh. you should give me some. Okay, I will. Yeah, I will. I'll do that. I'll just. Uh, it'll be a below the line deduction on your paycheck. Uh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh God! Jeez. Okay. Um, so, how do you think Worcestershire sauce ended up in this? And have we done an episode on Worcestershire sauce? And if not, should we? We should. Um. I don't know very much about Worcestershire sauce. I would like to know more, but I think that it generally shows up any in so many places as like a secret flavor boost, isn't it? it I mean, it, it's it's got MSG. It's got like naturally occurring glutamates in it, right? Right. Well, it's it's kind of the most interesting thing you will find in like a average American pantry, I think. Okay, this is not our Worcestershire sauce episode, but this I is know. a promise that we're going to do it okay. next, right? Because it's got, it's got tamarind and anchovies in it. That's what makes it so good. And it's, and it's fermented. so cool. Right? That's so, so cool. Um, yeah, recently, like I think we talked about this on some other episode, I tried to uh, economize by buying store brand Worcestershire sauce instead of Lee and Perrin's. And like most of the time, I think store brand stuff is good. And I buy a lot of store brand stuff. Don't buy store brand Worcestershire sauce. It sucks. Oh, really? You could tell yeah. the difference? Oh, yeah. It's like not the same at all. Okay, cool. I, I, my gosh, I can't wait to do this episode. Yeah. Let's finish okay. this episode. 
Okay, why don't we do that? And then just like immediately like segue directly into the Worcestershire episode? No. Okay. Because I'm not ready. I'm not ready either. Okay. So wait, Matthew, uh, really quick. Um, do you, when you want Chex Mix, do you ever make it? I don't think I've ever made it, but now I kind of want to try and like maybe try doing like a, a side-by-side with the with the store-bought. Because I mean, the store-bought is very good, but also it's very easy to make. So I guess you have and to I, buy a bunch of, of like implements though. But I also think that like the, you know, if you make it at home, it's going to have butter in it. Yeah, that's true. And I think that's going to make it taste different because you're going to get the flavor of the butter and that sounds so good. Anyway. That does sound really good. Okay, so wait, but we didn't answer the question, what is your favorite Chex Mix ingredient? Oh, Mine's Worcestershire sauce, apparently. No, what's your favorite item? I think I really, so, oh God. I know, know it's a hard question. uh, There's a lot riding on it. I don't think I care so much about the window pretzels or the little breadsticks, mm-hmm. but I did like the circle pretzels. Circle pretzels I, a good a good pretzel. I also like rye chips more than I thought I would because they seem to absorb a lot of the flavoring. You know so what I mean? I, yeah, I think the rye the rye chips are kind of like the general favorite. Um, and I think partly because like you can't get them anywhere else, mm-hmm. as far as I know. I don't know. I still think it's just like tiny Melba toasts. It's tiny Melba toasts. Um, but can you buy tiny Melba toasts? You yeah. can buy larger. You can't? Okay, fine. Well, I don't know um, if you can buy tiny Melba toasts, but you can buy like medium-sized Melba and then you can And then you can uh, cut them down to size. Yes, exactly. Uh, With insults. My favorite is the checks, but I'm trying to decide whether it's the like big checks or little checks. I agree. Um, the checks was the first thing I thought of. Like I think I think in a Chex mix probably the larger Chex whether that's corn or rice is my favorite. The corn appears to be larger. Okay, yeah. yeah. No, I mean I mean the wheat Chex is the small one and the corn and rice Chex I think are about the same size. The rice Chex is lighter in color. God, these are so great. I've spent uh, a lot of time thinking and analyzing Chex. I just want to keep eating them. It's really they're very effective in terms of making me want to keep eating. Oh yeah. No, they they've they've done a good job like like you know, like I think like maybe in Fast Food Nation or something, like he talks about like the the rhythm of like how they want you to like keep have a rhythm of keep reaching into the bag at a at a set interval. This is a this rhythm is fast. Yeah, no, I like whenever I get it's it's a pretty substantial amount in the bag, even though the bag is kind of small. And like whenever I get one and like get on the plane, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna eat like maybe a quarter to a third of this and then set it aside for later. That never happens. No, you know what I think has the fastest uh, speed or like the fastest rate of of eating for me is a a crunchy Cheeto. Like put me in front of a bag of crunchy Cheetos. And I mean, I just, uh, whatever they did to make those so hard to stop eating, it works really well. Like I I feel unstoppable in front of a bag of crunchy Cheetos and I, 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 I love it. Do you ever have a conversation with yourself about like how many are acceptable to put in your mouth at once? Well, so crunchy Cheetos are the thing I will buy when I'm out in the world. Like I can think of a time um, last summer I was like leaving a doctor's appointment and I was really hungry Mm -hmm. and there was a convenience store across the street from the doctor's office and I went in there and they had a bag of crunchy Cheetos and I bought it and I thought to myself, okay, I'm going to eat half the bag Uh and then I'll save half the bag for later. And I can usually do that, but I would say I generally... I don't know, probably eat like two thirds of the bag in the first Mm -hmm. sitting. Yeah, I usually do that. 
I usually say to myself, okay, we're just going to eat half of this and we're going to save the other half for later. You remember how when we were kids, like the standard snack size chip bag used to be called the big grab? Oh, yeah. That was, yeah, that was for like Frito-Lay. Right, because they used to have like like the smaller one that now you can only get like in a Mm multi-pack and then the big grab and then the big grab like gradually just became the regular grab. Yeah, <laughs> the regular grab. Um, I wish they would write that on the the package. They should, yeah, regular now regular, regular grab. grab. <laughs> um, which is that's the thing that that uh, that didn't happen at the party held by the Ralston Purino executive. Never mind. No. Oh, <laughs> failed failed callback alert. Um, oh. Okay, uh, so I think we've we've delved deeper into the Chex Mix bag than we ever intended or needed oh, to. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I feel done here. Yeah. Oh, but oh, I, the thing actually, I, was gonna... I have one last question. Please. Hold on. Hold on. When you make Chex Mix at home, because you're going to be doing it soon, are you going to make it in the microwave or the oven? So I know the standard directions now are microwave. I feel I feel nervous about that, that like microwaving cereal is going to result in a weird texture. I think probably, I assume it's fine because like everyone does it. But I think I'm probably going to use the oven. And you like do it in a low oven, like it's going to get the smell is going to permeate your home. I think that Um, sounds right. You know, it's like it's like they always say, like when you want to put your house on the market, like you put some (laughs) Chex Mix in the oven. That's exactly right. And I'm going to that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to sell this um, rental apartment (laughs) (laughs) and I'm going to use the power of Chex to do it. Well, before we totally wrap up this episode, we should remind listeners that we have a a new spinoff podcast out. And actually, as of the time of this airing, it's been out for almost a month. We've been releasing new episodes every Monday. The podcast is called Dire Desires, and it is a comedy podcast about erotic thrillers. And uh, producer Abby is one of the hosts and uh, like... We're, we're so excited about this show. If you haven't listened yet, give it a try. It's totally mm-hmm. free. DireDesiresPodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can find us at SpilledMilkPodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And on Facebook at Facebook.com slash SpilledMilkPodcast. On Instagram at SpilledMilkPodcast. Keep doing your thing out there. Keep, keep your place stocked with perfectly engineered food products. Thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. The show that grabs you regularly. Um, (laughs) I'm Molly Weisenberg And I'm Matthew Amster Burton Okay, I need to turn off the fridge and the kitchen light And then I will be ready to roll Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest But let me play devil's advocate here Let's see, so No, that's a good thing Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 